Hello everyone. I welcome you all to the first episode of our podcast Health Okay Please. I am Anika Chhabla, a member of NSS Bits Pilani and your host for today. In this episode, we will be talking about the arch nemesis of our healthy world, cancer. Thankfully, while awareness about cancer has been increasing over the years, one form that often gets overlooked is cervical cancer. Today I have with me our guest speaker Mrs Mrudu Gupta who has over two decades of multifaceted experience and a long track record of successful management in the social sector. She is the CEO of CAPE which is a trust that has been working endlessly towards the dissemination of information and creating awareness regarding cancer. Welcome ma'am. Thank you Anika. Thank you. And thank you to all the students of NSS Bits Pilani for having me here. I agree with this introduction of yours that when everyone's talking about cancer, cervical cancer gets left behind. So thank you for having me. Uh, thank you, ma'am. You have been doing wonderful work, and we also really look forward to this being an enlightening session. So starting off with the basics, ma'am, can you tell uh, your our audience briefly about cervical cancer and its cause? Yes, since that's the area we work in, definitely I would love to talk about cervical cancer. So we are CAPID, which is Cancer Awareness Prevention and Early Detection, and we work largely for cervical cancer because it is one of the only cancers which is hundred percent preventable. You can completely prevent cervical cancer, and yet in India we lose one woman every eight minutes to cervical cancer. Can you imagine the waste of life? Something that can be completely prevented, which has been eliminated in. a number of countries down i mean death by cervical cancer has been and yet in india we lose one woman every 8 minutes which is the reason why we are talking about cervical cancer cervical cancer is caused by hpv which is a virus the hpv virus these days everyone's talking about coronavirus the covid the virus has become so much in the news hpv is a virus it causes cervical cancer there is there are two vaccines for it and yet we don't talk about it. it is just as bad as any other viral infection because there is no treatment for any a virus infection all you can do is prevent it you have vaccinations to prevent a viral infection but there's nothing you can treat a viral infection with so um so we work in the prevention of cervical cancer largely because india carries one fourth of the world's burden of cervical cancer it is a 100% preventable disease and it is easily prevented by vaccination and by screening that we will discuss these are three factors by which we can actually eliminate cervical cancer and we don't need to lose so many women to it therefore i think cervical cancer conversation is very important so ma'am uh, what are its complications so um, you're talking about complications which would mean that you're talking about cancer cervical yes. cancer is the same as any other cancer it could have chemo and radiation or surgery or whatever but the fact is that you once you get an hpv infection once the woman has an hpv infection it has a very long period to become cancer hpv infection can be caught long before it becomes cancer so the actual complication is that the women in india don't go in for regular health checkups they don't go in for a gynecology checkup So if they do have an infection it doesn't get caught till the time it becomes a cancer once it becomes cancer and it is a second or the third stage they get to the doctor because then they have symptoms of cancer so if you speak to a doctor they will tell you that one of the largest problems we have with cervical cancer is the women come in very late 
you know they pass it off as gynae problems they pass it off as regular you know menstrual problems they do not recognize it as something abnormal they don't catch it in the precancerous stage they don't catch it in the early cancer stages by the time they get to a doctor it's too late that is a large complication otherwise cervical cancer is preventable which means that we can catch it even before it becomes cancer okay so what significance does one's lifestyle have in acquiring the disease so uh, i'd like to compare it now with this very common knowledge of covid we all talk about raise your immunity be healthier right even hpv is the same thing if the woman has a good immunity she will wash off the hpv infection on her own right it does not need to convert to cancer so a lot of women who are healthy who have good nutrition who are exercising who have good immunity they wash off this on their own so a large number of women will get hpv infection but most of them will wash it off because of their high immunity and their hygiene and their nutrition and the rest of it the ones who cannot wash it off it stays with them for a long period of time and eventually converts to cancer so definitely your lifestyle raising your immunity doing all the things you would do for any other viral infection are really important okay so um what so let's come to the diagnosis so what are the signs and symptoms of cervical cancer okay so before we get to uh, that area i have to tell you that cervical cancer is a sexually transmitted infection okay it's an hpv you heard about hiv right yes yes this is hpv it is okay. a sexually transmitted infection and it is not the disease the disease comes if you haven't washed off the infection but the infection is sexually transmitted okay so one of the even earlier one of the lifestyle changes would be being aware of your sexual partner using um, prevention using precautions for sex and things like that so one of the symptoms of cervical cancer is also uncomfortable intercourse bleeding in between or immediately after sex a lot of things related to your sexual health could be symptoms of cervical cancer if you were aware of it and then of course is uh, abnormal bleeding any time of the month you have weight loss you would have uh, irritation if it was advanced you would have pain you would have other kinds of symptoms the problem is that the symptoms are very normal these are not really symptoms of of anything in particular you could pass them off as just some kind of you know periods are bad or maybe i'm just not feeling well maybe i'm feeling weak they are not very specific symptoms of anything therefore we need to get them checked white discharge that is foul smelling is the most common so if you have exceptional white discharge excessive in amount and excessive in smell then it definitely needs to be checked whether it is hpv or it is any other infection there is something that needs to be checked abnormal bleeding needs to be checked problem with your sexual health needs to be checked these are prime areas for an early diagnosis okay so can cervical cancer be diagnosed early and if so then how so cervical cancer we can diagnose it even before it becomes cancer so we diagnose it in the precancerous stage is what we call it so if you go for a checkup there is a screening screening is done and they say it needs to be done 3 years after your sexual debut the recent guidelines are that it needs to start for women over the age of 30 they assume that till 30 a woman will have enough immunity to wash it off if she still has the infection after 30 they will take action so let's say that your screening starts after the age of 30 there's a very simple pap test that is done 
in the hospital. It's a 10-minute test. When we go to do screening in the field, we start at 10 o'clock till 5 o'clock. We do about 120 tests for the rural women. It's that quick. It doesn't take any time. So it's about 10 minutes. You can get a pap test done. These days, there's a more specific test called the DNA, HPV DNA test. It's a DNA mapping. So you can get a pap and an HPV DNA done. And that you have to get done once in five years. And the pap test alone, you get done once in three years. And if you get this test done, it will catch the HPV infection early. You needn't ever have cancer. Just go for your checkup. If you're a sexually active woman, you're over 30, go for a pap test, go get your HPV DNA test done. If there is anything early, precancerous, they will catch it. You can have it cleaned up. There is no need to get cancer. So I'm talking about preventing cervical cancer. I'm not even talking about catching cancer early. I'm not saying first stage cancer. I'm saying pre-cancer, we can catch it. It's that simple. So uh, what is the treatment available for it? So if you're talking about diagnosis of cancer, then yes. once you have cancer, they will give you the cancer treatments. will depend upon the stage you are found in and what needs to be done. It's the same chemo, radiation, surgery, and the rest of it. If you are going in for regular checkups and you are going in for your PAP and your HPV and they find an infection or they find lesions that are early, they can treat it in an OPD process. There is an OPD process. You go in, they will remove the infection. They have a... They have a couple of different processes wherein they can clean out the infection and you are treated for it. If you go in at a cancer stage, then it will be treated as a cancer. Then they will do whatever is required for that stage and that process of cancer. What steps should be taken to prevent oneself from cervical cancer? Very, very important. Okay, Because we that is why I gave you our name in the beginning. We believe in awareness and prevention. You have to prevent. And I have to tell you, most cancers can be prevented if caught early. If you catch them early, they can be prevented or they can be treated. There are some cancers that can be prevented. There are some that can be treated if caught early. So the, the fact is that you've got to be aware of your health. And I love the name of your program. What was the health? Okay, please. Yes, health. Okay, so health okay please. It's just the right name. Please be okay with about your health. Go and get it checked. Very important. So, um, you were asking me what are the what are the preventive measures, right? Yeah. What steps should be taken to prevent oneself from cervical cancer? So in girls in India, we're talking about girls from the age of 9 to 14 have two doses of a vaccination that can be taken. Girls from the age of 14 to 26 in India, they have three doses of a vaccine that can be taken. Over the age of 30, you go in for a screening which is a PAP or an HPV DNA test. This is what can be done to prevent. Now, the vaccinations, we have two vaccinations in the country. One is by Merck, one is by Glaxo. For the younger girls between 9 to 14, they have to take two doses of the vaccination, one today, one six months from today. Okay, it's exactly like you would take your COVID vaccination. You take two doses, you take one, you take one after whatever, two months, three months, you'll be whatever is the new directive coming in. And for, for in India, we do it till 26, but abroad, I mean, in the developed countries, they do the screening only till the age of 21. From 14 to 26, you get the vaccination. You have to take three doses of the vaccination. One is today, one is two months from today, and one is six months from today. 
right? So within six months, you have to finish your vaccination dose. And all girls should take it. Having taken the vaccination, you still need to get screening done in your life because the vaccination prevents you from 70% of, it has 70% efficacy. So there's still 30% chance that it, it might come back to you. Same, I mean, as we're talking about today. Therefore, you will still need to get screening done, but at least you have the peace of mind that you are, it will not be a strong infection. It is preventable. All of that is taken care of. So you need to get the vaccination done and you need to get your screening done. These are two stages of prevention of cervical cancer. Okay, so um, are there any long-term effects of the vaccine? So the vaccine has been in the field now for about 16 years. Okay, it came to India in 2008, 2009, I think. And it has been out, it, it was, it's been there in the public in mass uh, use since 2004, 2005. So in these 16 years, there have been no no effect. I mean, long-term effect would you would mean some adverse effect, right? That has been yes, some yes. adverse effect to the vaccine so far. Of course, there is a anti-vaccine lobby which is there for everything, including the COVID vaccine now. So there, there is a whole anti-vaccine lobby, but uh, we haven't seen any adverse effect to the cervical cancer vaccine, to the HPV vaccine. So it's not called a cervical cancer vaccine; it's called the HPV vaccine. It prevents from the HPV infection. And in the developed countries, the vaccine is given to all children, boys and girls. In India, we are trying to make women aware of taking the vaccine. We are still there. We're just trying to get girls to take the vaccine. But in, in all developed countries, it's given to all boys and girls. And what about the short-term side effects of the vaccine? So unless you, of course, have some kind of... Uh, um, an allergy or you are you know if you had any adverse effect to any other kind of a vaccine or you have something in in you that is uh, that is susceptible then you need to tell the doctor and then they'll decide whether it's a protein whether you have some kind of a particular food allergy or whatever but otherwise the vaccine has got no side effects not even short-term side effects okay it's just a general vaccine and we give it at the age of 9 to 14. That's the age when, when children get all their vaccinations, right? You get your smallpox, you get your booster doses, you get everything at that time. At that time, you take this vaccine also. 